0: What are the key differences between businesses and nonprofits in America? In my experience, there is real confusion for some Christians about this topic, but maybe not in the way you might think. The reality is, for the Christian, there is little substantive difference between the two in several key facets. Having been involved intimately, with many businesses and Christian nonprofits for decades, I'm going to dive right in here topically. Six key facets from a Christian perspective. First, full-time ministry. There are likely few stronger de facto doctrines promoted in an offhand fashion in evangelical churches in America than that of full-time ministry. As you likely know, the phrase full time ministry is code for I receive my primary salary through a Christian ministry or nonprofit. <laughs> I was stunned as a new believer in my late 20s to find this very limited definition of full time ministry to be both assumed and common among many believers. But the Bible clearly teaches. That each and every new believer is transferred to the kingdom of God and immediately becomes an ambassador for Christ. That is a primary mission of every believer, to be a full-time ambassador for Christ while working very competently as a nurse or marketer or IT specialist, often in workplaces where there are few, if any, other Christians. That's exactly where so many ministry opportunities can be cultivated. As a relatively new believer then, working in business and seeing spiritual impact work, I rejected that definition of full-time ministry. And as a professor, touching thousands of students over the years, I reject it now. This is a serious issue for the American church. Only a very small fraction of believers receives a paycheck from a Christian organization. Sadly, this narrow thinking leaves, say, 98% of Christians to concede that their workplace is not where full-time ministry is to be a reality. So, we actually wonder why the American church is not effectively salt and light. Here's the real deal. Each sincere believer's steps are being directed by God. Every believer, whether a greeter or a CEO, at a business or a nonprofit, is in full time ministry. Second, nobleness of the enterprise. Quite often, I actually find Christian university students whose stated goal upon graduation is simply to work at a nonprofit. Why is this? Well, mostly because they've been taught to think nonprofits are inherently more noble than working in business, which is often perceived as inherently dirty or unseemly. This is a big problem from at least two angles. First, many nonprofits are simply not noble, like abortion clinics. Is every nonprofit noble? No. Some nonprofits are noble, many are not end of story. Second, for the Christian, being in business settings is all about the opportunity to manifest Christ-like stewardship for customers, employees, and owners. That great stewardship is a vital part of the witness for Christ. Recently, I met a talented young banker, an elite consultant from Russia who earned an MBA from one of the world's best business schools. He was amazed that I told him that business is not inherently a bad place to work. Instead, business is an opportunity for great stewardship. Later, he sent a note saying how that discussion had impacted him. Hey, Sam Walton, the founder of Walmart, positively impacted hundreds of millions of America's working poor over decades, having more personal daily impact on the lives of many than any other person of the last century. <laughs> but the fact remains, too, that just like nonprofits, some businesses are noble, many are not. But a third dimension remains, just like Jesus was often found hanging with sinners of many stripes. Christians are not always called to hang with the seemingly pure and noble, even at work. As long as a Christian is not compromising the word, that Christian may well be called to a workplace considered less than ideal by Bible legalists. Is your life a fortress to avoid bad sinners or an adventure in engagement? (laughs) Step back now and consider nonprofits are not inherently more noble than businesses and believers are called wherever God calls them, regardless of that organization's perceived nobility by legalists. Third, revenue. Obviously, every business and every nonprofit must first pursue, then sustain revenue. For businesses, that typically comes through services or product sales. For nonprofits, revenue can also be generated by services or product sales, but also from donations or grants. For a business or nonprofit to be sustained, customers or donors must perceive there is strong value to allocating their resources to the business or nonprofit. Many nonprofits and businesses directly compete for customers with one another, like hospitals or universities. And many customers simply don't care whether they're served by nonprofits or businesses. Here's the deal revenue is not money grubbing activity, it's the fruit of mission. And whether a nonprofit or a business, your enterprise must have expertise in getting and sustaining revenue. Fourth, profit and stewardship. For context in this, we must ask this key question Can a nonprofit go out of business? Of course it can. See the apparent irony of these words? A nonprofit that, in the minds of many, is supposedly not a business, can go out of business. (laughs) That's because nonprofits are actually in business. Well then, at a minimum, over the long haul, every non nonprofit should target not losing money, so both businesses and nonprofits must vigorously target the appropriate profit result because the primary difference between the two types of enterprises is the targeted profit first businesses they must earn enough profit to be a good steward for investors as compared to other investment alternatives for those same investors. That's the stewardship challenge. So then, a business's necessary task is to be a great steward simultaneously for both its investors and its customers, given that its competitors are relentlessly working to reduce its profit opportunities. To attract and retain investors, businesses must only be profitable while providing great value to customers. In contrast, the targeted profit for nonprofits is officially zero, hence the very name, nonprofit. A nonprofit's necessary task is to be a great steward simultaneously for both its donors and its customers or beneficiaries. And donors to nonprofits do expect to receive intangible returns on their investment. Like the satisfaction of seeing beneficiaries' needs met. The reality is this a donor is a very real type of investor for the nonprofit. It's just that there is no monetary return expected by the donor. But again, if the nonprofit goes out of business because it lost its money, it lost sight of meeting the targeted profit of zero. Then, the donor has ultimately lost out too because an apparently sustainable mission is extinguished. Fifth, capital and mission effectiveness. Of course, both businesses and nonprofits of any real size will need capital resources to advance their enterprises for new buildings, fresh initiatives, new projects, you name it. And some of the sources of capital are already evident so far current and future customer revenues, current and future donor revenues, and profits that have accumulated, for example. But businesses and nonprofits can also borrow money from banks or mortgage companies or issue bonds. The possibilities are many. Of course, what debt issuers will need to see in order to lend funds is that the enterprise whether a business or a nonprofit is being run as a mission effective and efficient enterprise sixth sacrifice and rewards many nonprofits especially christian nonprofits consider their mission to be so compelling that people should expect to sacrifice financially to work there all part of being a good steward for the lord you see After all, the reward should be expected in heaven, right? The problem with that is the Lord has appointed that worker to be a good steward for family too. So, sadly, some nonprofits routinely forego the opportunity to even get to interview the full range of candidates, all in the name of frugality as a human resource strategy. But is that really the best stewardship? Oh, I get it. That's how we select our personal surgeons, too. Frugality when considering doctor's fees. Silicon Valley learned this long ago. Hiring the best typically requires strong current salaries plus back-end stock ownership. Likewise, both businesses and nonprofits should wisely select the sacrifice and reward structure that is truly best in effectiveness, not just wishful thinking or an easy path to a blameless budget rationalization. These six facets only scratch the surface of discussing businesses versus nonprofits. But suffice it to say, much of the dysfunctionality found in many nonprofits and businesses stems from faulty ideas. We do know this. Christians can draw deeply on kingdom precepts we have outlined here. Every Christian in full-time ministry. A clear perception of how the idea of noble applies. Revenues as fruits of mission. Targeted profits exemplifying astute stewardship. Mission Effectiveness and Efficiency as Positioning for New Capital Access. True Alignment for Sacrifice and Reward. Overall, here is the key takeaway. Nonprofits and businesses can easily get off target on these key facets. But God's Kingdom principles rule for both. Thank you for listening to Whitestone Podcast. Visit our website, whitestone.org, for more real-world equipping. There you'll find uncommon video teachings, application and action questions for this podcast episode, and more. Also, check out our unique downloadable resources for group meetups. That's whitestone.org. I'm Kevin Miller.